Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. What's up, everybody? I am Milan Jordan, and welcome back to the MMA Daily Blitz, brought to you by Fanstream Sports, powered by DSP Media. Hey, be sure to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast wherever you consume your podcast. Check out our YouTube page, and you can follow me on Twitter at Milan Jordan. All right, the UFC with another fight night card at the Apex in Las Vegas last weekend. In the main event, it was Mackenzie Dern with a dominant performance over a very game and very tough Angela Hill. Uh, Dern was aggressive throughout the fight, very extra, uh, effective striking both in the stand-up and in the ground game. Uh, Dern landed 247 total strikes to Hill's 94, 126 significant strikes to 66, three takedowns to zero, and over 13 minutes of control time. That's more than half of this 25-minute fight. And uh, so Mackenzie Dern, again, the judge's scorecard proved her dominance, uh, winning 49-44 on two judges' scorecards, 49-43 on the third. Uh, and this is with all three judges scoring the second round for Angela Hill. So the fact that two judges scored the fight 49-44 again and one for uh, 49-43 for Dern shows just how impressive Mackenzie Dern was on this night. And she got at least two 10-8 rounds from two judges and three from the other. So uh, just an absolute fantastic performance from Mackenzie Dern, easily the best of her uh, MMA career. Uh, following the win, you know, Mackenzie Dern was asked who she wanted next, and she mentioned a rematch maybe with Yan Nan. And also a potential matchup with former 115-pound champ Rose Nama Yunus. We'll see what the future holds. Uh, that would be a fun fight, Nama Yunus and Mackenzie Dern. All right, elsewhere in the UFC uh, Fight Night Vegas uh, main card, Anthony Hernandez defeated Edmund Shaibazian by TKO in the third round. Lupi Godinez beat Emily Ducati by unanimous decision. Uh, Joaquin Buckley with a vicious head kick, round number two over Andre Fialo. And Diego Ferreira beat Michael Johnson uh, with a knockout early in round number two. That's it for action inside the cage last weekend. And, well, it's time for this week's uh, Conor McGregor news. Uh, his new Netflix series, McGre McGregor Forever, dropped last week. Uh, it's a four-part series that looks at his life his and his career, starting from his 2018 fight against Khabib Nurmagomedov, and it goes on from there. So definitely worth uh, checking out uh, that on Netflix. Season 31 of The Ultimate Fighter will begin this coming Tuesday night, May 30th, on ESPN and ESPN+. Plus. Uh, this is where McGregor, of course, coaches against Michael Chandler uh, with the two fighting each other in the octagon. Usually, uh, coaches will fight each other when the season finale airs. Now, look, this season already was filmed earlier this year in February, but they aired a few months later. You know how that works. Uh, this season will end sometime during the summer. And you would think that would be a great time for Michael Chandler and Conor McGregor to meet inside the Octagon. But when you're talking about Conor McGregor, nothing is usual. So we still don't know when uh, these two will meet, but we could know soon, hopefully. Uh, speaking at the UFC Fight Night post-night press conference last week, uh, Dana, Dana White said that the, the plan is for Conor McGregor to return 
to the Octagon before the end of the year, saying fans can expect an official announcement sometime during the airing of the show. So, of course, McGregor, he hasn't fought since breaking his leg in a loss to Dustin Poirier at UFC 264 back in July of 2021. And while recovering from his leg injury, McGregor, he left the USADA pool. He is yet to re-enroll. And once he does, uh, McGregor will need to stay in the pool for six months before he is eligible to compete. That's unless, of course, the UFC grants him an exemption, which, come on, it wouldn't be surprising if they did. But for whatever it's worth, uh, McGregor, McGregor did say last week uh, that he was in the process of re-enrolling in USADA with the intent of competing near the end of 2023. So uh, if he does get back in the USADA pool in the next few weeks, he could fight in late November or December, which is the timeline that the UFC is targeting. Uh, if it's November, that would mean the huge MSG card in New York City, which as of now could potentially headline uh, John Jones against Stephen Miacic, or the UFC could put up a big end-of-the-year fight card in December uh, with McGregor and Michael Chandler finally duking it out. Uh, stay tuned. We shall see. All right, another UFC news. They announced uh, that it will return to Sydney, Australia for the first time since 2017. Uh, this afternoon, UFC secured a four-year multi-event agreement with the New South Wales government. Uh, there will be three pay-per-view events in Sydney between 2023 and 2027, starting with UFC 293 this September 10th. Uh, now, no fights for that card have been announced as of yet. Now, keep in mind, Australians Alex Volkanovsky and Robert Whitaker are both on the UFC 290 card in July. It's capping off International Fight Week in Vegas. Uh, now, so Israel Adesanya, he's expected to headline the card, but the winner of the Robert Whitaker Jerkus Duplessis fight in July, they're set to get Izzy for the next uh, uh, shot at the middle middleweight strap. So if Adesanya fights 10 weeks later, could the UFC give him another shot to be a two-division champ by maybe fighting light heavyweight champ Jamal Hill? That would be an interesting matchup. We'll see what happens. Uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, Bellator news. Uh, Bellator MMA will soon add another weight class uh, per multiple reports. Uh, the remote promotion is readying for the imminent launch of a men's flyweight division. Now, there's no word on an official launch date for the men's 125-pound division. However, it's not like this decision really didn't come out of nowhere. If you follow the breadcrumbs here, there was a men's flyweight fight scheduled recently between Fordham Bantamweight champ Yogi Horiguchi, and one-time UFC title challenger Ray Borg last month at Bellator 295, but that matchup uh, was ultimately uh, canceled uh, because Borg uh, had some uh, weight-cutting complications. But uh, the men's flyweight division, it will be Bellator's eighth men's division, joining bantamweight, featherweight, lightweight, welterweight, middleweight, light heavyweight, and heavyweight. Uh, the promotion also has two women's divisions, flyweight and featherweight. One other bit of uh, news outside the cage, uh, former UFC champ Cain Velasquez, uh, he's been granted another request to delay regarding his trial on setting on uh, attempted murder charges in Santa Clara County, California. Uh, this past Wednesday, the judge overseeing the case granted the request made by Velasquez's attorney, along with consideration to the prosecution, uh, with the next date now set for August 2nd. This is the third request of postponement for the trial date setting. Uh, Velasquez is 40 years old, a retired fighter. He faces multiple charges, if you recall, after allegedly engaging uh, in an 11-mile high-speed car chase back in February. 
while pursuing a car containing uh, a man by the name of Harry Galarte, uh, a man who's accused of uh, molesting Velasquez's son at a daycare facility owned by his mother. Uh, Velasquez allegedly pursued the vehicle while firing multiple rounds from a 40 caliber handgun, one of which struck a passenger in the car. Uh, in the car excuse me. Uh, Velasquez was later arrested without incident and charged with attempted premeditated murder. Uh, of course, spent the next eight months. This is uh, uh, he's uh, this is February of last year. He spent the next eight months behind bars after being denied bail numerous times until finally granted his release on one million dollars bond this past November. Now Velasquez, he does face a potential of life in prison if convicted on all charges. So again, now August second will be the uh, next uh, as of now the next uh, date for the, his upcoming trial. All right, back to action in the cage. And, well, this weekend, there isn't any. All the major MMA promotions, they're off this Memorial Day weekend. Uh, the UFC will be back at it on June 3rd with another fight night card at the Apex, headlined by Kai Car of France versus Amir Albazi. All right, folks, well, that'll do it for this episode of the MMA Daily Blitz, brought to you by Fanstream Sports, powered by DSP Media. Please like, share, and subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Follow me on Twitter, at Milan Jordan. As always, thank you for checking out the MMA Daily Blitz. I will talk to you later.